Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersville International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. Praise the Lord. Uh, before you sit down, I want you to pray one prayer tonight because we're in church. You know what that prayer is? There was a day God told Abraham. He said, I would give you many things. When he told him, he gave him an instruction. And he said, get thee out of your father's house. But scripture said that Abraham went with Lot. Do you know that until Abraham was separated from Lot, God never spoke to Abraham again? Yes, sir. Tonight, any Lot in your life that is stopping God from speaking to you, may God separate you from them tonight. Yeah. So can you pray? Do you know that a lot will not allow you hear what God is about to say? A lot will not allow you hear what direction God wants you to move on. Many people say, well, I, God is not speaking to me. Who is the Lord in your life? You will say, Father, Father tonight, tonight, any human being. Who is an obstruction to hearing you? Set them out of my life. Let's pray. Let God take them out of your life. Anyone, any human being. Like God, I hear God. This is the way my son. This is the way my son. This is the way my daughter. Oh, that road is not good for you. Say, Father, please. Let me be separated from such a person. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I pray for you because you are praying tonight. Anybody, 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 anybody covering your glory, covering your star, covering you for God, blocking the transmission between you and God. May God destroy such a being in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God set that person to fire away from you. Amen. Amen. Father, Amen. and of the Son, Amen. and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Is it not possible that the Bible said something? said, my sheep hear my voice. Did you hear it? Did you say that? Yes. So if you are not hearing God's voice, what does it mean? You are not his sheep. Or Isaiah could not see God. He said it was in the year that King Uzziah died. That people blocking you from hearing God, giving you wrong counsel, telling you this is not the way to go. 
whereas they are not God's counsel. Because separate you from them in the name of Jesus. Look at someone and say, Thank God you came here tonight. Thank God you came here tonight. God bless you. Please be seated. Tonight, I want to start the next four weeks. We're going to be talking about um, the series called Expressing the Kingdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And let me start by saying this. I believe that Christianity has two major functions in the life of a believer. The first is the deliverance from hell. Are you here? And the second one is the change of mind. So that our thinking, our act, our behavior can attune, can align to what God wants us to be. Now the question is, everyone who is here tonight has been given the paper. I want to ask you, can you write your three top your, your, your top three worries? Can you write it down? Do you know them? Do you know your top three worries? What are the three, three things not allowing you to sleep at night? Can you write them down? This is teaching service. The top three things not allowing you to sleep. What are they? Anybody wants to share with us? Write your top three things. So we gave the paper to everybody. Okay, write your top three things. What are your top three things? Not your ability to do what? That's causing you worry. In Nigeria, people are worried. The other people are worried. They are worried about how much money will gas uh, with petrol. I come from somewhere, so they call it petrol gas. How much money petrol will cost? Other animals don't have ulcer. 
if your pastor comes and says, ah, don't be worried, say, pastor, you don't understand what I'm going through. I have bills to pay. All of a sudden, last week, I was going to someone, one of my mechanics, and no, no, it was not maybe it was a panel I said, ah, what well, said, ah, died. I said, okay, what? Well, said, ah, Peter died. I said, ah, what happened? He said, we just worried. Mm-hmm. I said, ah. The person that was telling me that Peter died, today they called me and said, ah, they said my mother slept. And his mother is not my mother. His mother slept. And he wake up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. People are worried. People are scared. So I'm not wondering, I said, is there, a, is there a message that could that could resolve the worrying question? And I thought realized again that there was a time that people were worried when Jesus was there. You know there's a guy called Abraham Maslow. Abraham Maslow wrote about the hierarchy of needs. He said about that, oh, if a man has food, if a man doesn't have food, all he's thinking about is we will think about food. And shelter houses, the basic needs, necessities. Once he has that, he will not be thinking about uh, motivation or He said, he now said, the top most things that man needs is what? Self actualization. So man pastors talk about the hierarchy of needs. And I saw that a lot of human beings, I mean, they actually follow the hierarchy of needs. I mean, in my time, I don't know now, in those days, you will see people come and teach us as a man and pastor. Pray for me. Let me just enter into mobile. Contract job. Contract. Let me just enter contract. They enter into mobile contract too. They come to church and give testimony. Father, you are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Oh. See what happens if God gives a job in mobile. Nine months down the line, they will come and say, Pastor. I will contract that mobile. The job is not good. I want a permanent job. Now the job that used to make him happy has not making him happy. Why? Because a need has been satisfied, another need has come out. Maybe a need of security, permanent job, or maybe a need of relevance so that the other other people will understand. Maybe some companies don't put a C that you're a contractor, you're not a permanent staff, or your ID card, you know that. Maybe those kind of things will just come up. But the question now means that what how did Jesus solve the problem? Because if we don't go through with the problem that the way Jesus solved the problem, we will keep having that same problem. And therefore, we'll look at Matthew chapter 6. Anybody can read? I love anybody can read from verse 5. They have TPT carry for us. TPT. Anybody? Let me read the message version. Are you ready for me to read the message version? It says, for verse 25, anybody wants to read? TPT. Anybody wants to read? Are we in church together today? Yes. I might not be worried. I might not be worried. Yeah. I'm very worried. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Worried about tomorrow, worried about that there'll be food. Worried about that there'll be riot today. Worried about Nigeria, whether there'll be a country called Nigeria. Man generally is a thinking being. Man generally is a thinking being. Yes. Is a believer a thinking being? <laughs> Good question. Okay, TPT. Can you be for us? Okay. Huh? Okay, say something. But there's a little bit of that worry. Okay, fine, that's angry. It's so sad. You can think and not be worried. Yes. And you can worry without thinking. Because if you actually think, you may not need to worry. Yes. A lot of people are actually worried because they're not thinking. So they may not be so sad. Anybody with TPT, Matthew chapter 6, can you read for us? Thank you, Pastor. They all stepped up. Verse 25. Yes, from 25 to 33. This is why I tell you to never be worried about your life. This is what God is telling you today. What is he telling you? Never be worried about your life. Hello, church, answer me now. Never be worried about your life. This is why he's saying that you should never what? Worried in life. Why did he say so? Continue, sir. For all that you need will be provided, such as food, water, clothing, everything your body needs. Isn't there more to life than a meal? Isn't your body more than clothing? Look at all the birds. Do you think they worry about their existence? They don't plan or reap or store food. Yet the Heavenly Father provides them each with food. Aren't you much more valuable to your Father than they? So which one of you by worrying could add anything to your life? And why worry? And why would you worry about your clothing? Look at all the beautiful flowers of the field. They don't walk or toil. And yet, not even Solomon in all his splendor was robbed in beauty more than one of these. So if God had quoted the major with hair, which is here for such a short time, and then dry up and burn, won't he provide for you the clothes you need, even though you live with such little faith? Verse 31. So then, forsake your worries. Why would you say, what will we eat, or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For that is what the unbelievers chase after. What do the unbelievers chase after? What will we wear? What will we wear? When you ask unbelievers questions, always they ask, why, why am I ugly? Is that, not, is that what they will answer you? With? Yes, sir. Church, answer me now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They will ask you, say, what would we eat? If you don't want to eat, what would we eat? Yes, sir. Is that what they will say? Yes, sir. Say, what was that why? What to eat? What to eat? What would you eat? What would you wear? Continue, sir. For that is what the unbelievers chase after. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your bodies require? So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and his righteousness. That 
But deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Praise the Lord. So, do you agree that worry is a sin now? Yes, sir. Do you agree worry is a sin? Yes, sir. Worry makes you like an unbeliever. Yes, sir. You are chasing. worry was that you should pursue after the kingdom of what? The kingdom of God and it's what? Righteousness. The kingdom of God is a realm that makes sure that you cannot live in a realm of worry. The kingdom of God is the realm in which if you do not live in that kingdom and you are not pursuing it, you will definitely live in the realm of worry. So anybody who is worrying about tomorrow is certainly not pursuing the kingdom of God. Anyone who is worried about what will we eat tomorrow is certainly not pursuing what? The kingdom of God. Now, there are two kingdoms in this world. And we're going to study them this month. There's the kingdom of God and there's the kingdom of this world. Every action you and I take Every decision we take, we are actually following the kingdom of God or we are following the kingdom of the darkness or the kingdom of this world. That's why Jesus said that any one of you, you cannot do like the unbelievers do. Yes, sir. There must be a difference between you and unbelievers. Are you an unbeliever? Then why are you pursuing what they are pursuing? If you pursue what they pursue, you will see what they are seeing. So Jesus said, you are not an unbeliever. You are different. Do you know the amazing thing is that the church is full of unbelievers? Twelve of us. We are full of unbelievers. What are we thinking about? We are thinking about what we eat tomorrow. Why do people steal money in content? I want to secure it tomorrow. Don't say to Will they be, do they know that they are their life tomorrow? Hmm. But because of the propensity to fight for tomorrow, what will they do? They will steal. Then a man will steal 300 billion there. That can be used to build hospitals. That can be used to build schools. It's unrighteousness. <coughs> do you know, if I say something to all of you today, all of you will be very angry. Do I say it? I sat down and I said, you know all these private schools are off roads. Private schools. They're off roads. Have you ever seen a child in the last 10 or 20 years? Best my egg. Where is the public? Public school. Government school. Government public school. I like No. Eh? It's public schools. Have you ever seen a child who said, Oh, Greg has been around for how many years? Corona has their children never come back to talk in any of those schools. In my head, put the ground. Say you have all the facilities in school. Do you know the problem that you and I will now have? Is the fact that we will have borrow money to take our children to a private school that does not confer advantages. Because that's the advantage is. If, for instance, you get the best teacher for your child, 
you will still have the same advantages. Am I sure? Am I yes. blowing your mind in this one? Yes. Why? Why would somebody go and get three million dollars for school? Will not add value to the child's future. If your child puts it there so that I went to Grange, would that get a job in the future? No. Maybe Harvard may do that. But those sexual things are just fundamental schools. What should they learn? The ability to read, the ability to understand, the ability to put it down. Do you need billions of dollars to do that? But a lot of people will not cut their clothes according to their size. What will they do? They'll say my friend is carrying their children to Corona against me. And they'll be boring wanting to do that. And that's what Bible says that it's not righteous. See, seeking for the kingdom of God. If you and I seek God's kingdom, we will not think like the unbelievers think. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is what you and I is in is how we should have our thinking changed that we belong to another kingdom what i say we belong to what another kingdom and therefore i want to ask you in nigeria everybody is in nigeria presently today everybody is present in nigeria maybe foreigners are local we are all going through the same stuff two of us good so there's light there's water but the kingdom of saudi arabia they have an ambassador in nigeria two of us the ambassador, is he affected by your rights and by your petrol? No, sir. Why is he not affected? He belongs to the kingdom. His kingdom takes care of him. Yes, sir. Abi? Yes, sir. But you and I, if you believe, if you belong to a heavenly kingdom, then you must not demand your security for this world's kingdom. Yes, sir. The reason why you and I are worried is because our security and our trust is in this world's kingdom and not in the kingdom of God. So one day I was talking to someone, I was advising the person. I said, Oh, you want to, your child wants to go to school. Wants your child go to America or to Canada. Your child goes to America, fifty thousand dollars and then maybe times it by one thousand, fifty million dollars. And if he goes there, what would he be doing to go and get first degree? Whereas there are schools in Nigeria that are even free. Abi, Nigerian Army University is free. Nigerian Air Force University is free. If you are not careful, are those schools don't have asthma problems. As can, the university staff cannot, they can never go on strike. But the problem is that we want to belong to a different brand of people. We're not seeking the glory of the kingdom of God, we're seeking another glory. And therefore, we have fears, we have challenges. Am I saying that there are no real fears, there are no real challenges? No, they are not. What did Jesus say? He said, Let's talk about today. I mean, there are things that go. Take care of yourself. Tomorrow will take care of yourself. We cannot use today's energy to solve tomorrow's problem. Let's solve today's own. What is the one that we're facing today? That's why I told you, write the three top worry that you have, right? Today's own. Let's not be tomorrow's problem. Tomorrow will take care of itself. 
Oh, you're owing a bad money. Do you know that if you're owing bad money, it's the bad interest that you're alive? <laughs> because if you're not, if you're dead, you're, you're dead, you're not paying that money. Yes. <laughs> and that money because what? Bad debt. Bad debt. And it's written off. <laughs> so, when they are asking you, tell them it's your interest that I have alive. So, let's settle today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why am I all this? So there's a kingdom of God where God rules. Where God is powerful. In fact, I want the kingdom of God as the realm of God's will, God's way, and God's word. That dominion where God's word, God's will, and God's way is ruling. What is God's way? What is God's will? What is God's word? What's God saying? He said, fear not. That's God's word. So I will not fear. I will not fear. That's why the fact that dollar is going to two thousand. I will not be afraid. Why? He said I should fear not. My security is not based on him, on what I've seen. It's based on what? On him. My challenge is how many of us can claim that we, we trust God? Do you know when I give that story? That my son went out together and was going to buy it's because he's not the one that is going to pay now. Abby? Yes, sir. Who is going to pay? The father. The father. Why don't you and I become like that? That's why the Bible says that unless we are like little children, we shall not enter into the kingdom of God. Do you remember? Yeah. It says unless we are like little children, we cannot enter, we cannot experience little children. So we must come back like little children. We must come back to accepting God as our father and take our responsibility and put it onto his hands. And transfer our responsibilities to his hands. Oh, God, I don't know how this will be, but I give it to you. You are my father. It's your business to do it. Is it my son's business to think how the school is will be? No. It's not he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. He doesn't, doesn't even think about it. He doesn't think about it because that's the water that God wants your eyes to live. Like little children. Remember when they, when they wanted, when uh, uh, Jesus Christ was trying to bless little children and the disciples were trying to stop him. He said, No. He said, that, But yes, the kingdom of God. They had, it's like you must be like little children. How do little children do? They trust. And they're trusting God. They're trusting that God, my father, will be there tomorrow. They don't even know their father will be alive. But they're trusting that someone will pay the school fees. Whereas the father is the one thinking, Do you know that it is? It is, it is the responsibility of the king to think about what subjects are going through. It's not your responsibility. And therefore that kingdom means that it is, look, a kingdom means, in the kingdom, I, I said with the workers recently, I said, uh, Qatar is a one small kingdom. And uh, Qatar has 300,000 people. And Qatar will say that Qataris women are Qataris. It is that kingdom has a law, a boundary. They want to live this how they want to live their lives. You and I to just understand that if we belong to God's kingdom, there are laws that there's the word of God, there's the will of God, and there is the way of ways of God that you and I must subscribe to. And we must subscribe to it like little children. That's why the Bible is our faith. So if I read, if I read. Well, he says something. He says, Why do you worry about clothing? Why do you worry about clothing? 
When I was growing up, my mom used to have a friend. <laughs> this was my thing. She would buy a um, bag and a uh, wristwatch. Maybe 300,000 pounds. 200,500 pounds. That kind of thing that she was buying. She could worry about those things. Today, she probably cannot afford a 2,000 naira bag. Well, as there, it was 200 pounds. So if you tax pounds by naira, how much do you calculate it now? But they are seeking the glory of another kingdom. Want to show your friends? Want to give your life? No. The glory of God starts with what? Understanding that there is a kingdom. At that kingdom, God is at the center of that kingdom. God is at the center of that kingdom. God is the king in that kingdom. That it is His glory, everything is happening for and to. Therefore, if anybody thinks, you're going to ask, how does this affect the glory of God? And so Jesus is telling us that what we are to pursue, for us to experience it, to be a worry-free life, is to pursue that kingdom of God. That kingdom of God. Pursue it. When Jesus, when Jesus is the king, when Jesus is the king, and his will, his way, and his word are predominant in their ruling. When, Jesus, when they asked Jesus, teach us how to pray, he said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. The will is his will. It is his will. What is his will? What is his will? What is his will? Do you know that if you are in the center of God's will, that place will be heaven? Do you know? Yes, sir. Do you know it will be heaven? If you are in the center of God's will, don't worry. Let, let everything go wrong. He will still come and bless you because why? You are in the center of his will. But if you don't pursue his will, what would you pursue? You will pursue the will of every man. But ask you. Let me round up by asking you do you trust God enough as a father? Do you trust him enough? As a little child, come to God and say, I trust him. In Matthew chapter 8, from verse 3, Matthew chapter 8, verse 3. The Bible says that there was a day that Jesus was going somewhere and he met a man and the man said, oh, the centurion, he said, oh, my servant is sick. He said, come. He said, he said come to my house. Oh, uh, he said, I, please come and heal him. So Jesus said, okay. Oh, yes, centurion, you're a Roman soldier. Let me come to your house. I'm going to heal him. And the man said, no, you can't come to my house. I am a man of authority. Give your word. Your word has power. Your word has authority. Send your word. And my servant will be well. The Bible said, Jesus screamed. I said, Ah! I've never seen a face like this. Why did he say that? Because men were walking by sight and not understanding the laws of the kingdom. That where the word of the king is, there's power. Where the word of the king is, what? There's power. What is God saying? What word do you want God to release to your life? The power, the healing, the deliverance will come forth. Why? Because where the word of the king is, there's power. Immediately he saw that, he knew that Jesus was a king. He said, release your word. Hello, sir. Can I speak God's word to everyone coming that comes to church tonight? That your future is beautiful. Amen. That God arranges your future. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That Everything causing worry in your life is here by banished in the name of Jesus. Amen. I come, I command, I commit, and I 
prophet God's word that every source of pain your life hereby destroyed in the name of Jesus. He said, send your word. Everybody who knows God, who knows, who knows God, who see him well in the Let me round up by telling you Luke chapter 5. Remember Luke chapter 5? The Bible says that, uh, what's his name? <coughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter. He said, I have toiled all night and I have caught nothing. He said, I am a professional fisherman. I have tried all the laws of uh, uh, fishing, but I have caught nothing. But Jesus, when he said something, nevertheless, as a word, what will happen? And the Bible said, immediately, Jesus said, cast your legs on the right side, and he caught. What was the difference? The word was released. Hello, sir. If you do not prioritize the word of God in the kingdom of God, you will live in worry. If you do not prioritize church, but as well, you must you and I must prioritize God's word. And like we said on Sunday, said you will never leave you. God's word says that you will never be ashamed. He says the love of the wicked will never rest upon you. God's word concerning you says that. Of the increase of his government upon your life, there shall be no end. Every time you come to church is to receive a word. But that word will not fail. Because what is the word of the king is? It's power. Amen. And the word of the king released to you is standing up. That's why. So for so, so, so to express the kingdom is to express what? A worry-free life. A life full of worry. I know my redeemer did that. Take everything away from me. I know my redeemer is alive. You should not be afraid of tomorrow because you don't live on, you don't live, you don't, you are an ambassador, Paul said, we are an ambassador of Christ. We are an ambassador, we are representative of another kingdom. Look, look, let me tell you something. If, if you don't succeed, it's not your shame. It's that kingdom's shame. It's not your shame. It's not your shame. It's not, it's your, it's So there's no need to be worried. How do you come through? Do you know that many of the things you are worried about last day you cannot remember them today? Do you know? Yes, sir. If I tell you the thing, I'm going to write it down now. Because they're going to cross it, cross it again, now cross it. Cross it with the kingdom of God. Just put the kingdom of God there. Because you will not see them any longer. Amen. There will no more worries in your life. Amen. Because you are trusting me. Amen. Praise the Lord. The reason why, the reason why people trust, they are trusting their pockets is because they are trusting the money in their pockets. But if you trust God, you will know that one way or the other, God will send the resources to you. You belong to his kingdom. That's how to express his kingdom. So the expressing his kingdom is to put your trust in him and to understand that he cannot fail. And that's why the Bible says that unbelievers. Do you know that, and I will end by this by telling you that before God will judge murderers, he will judge the unbelievers. Do you know? Yes, sir. Before God will judge what? Murderers. Before he will judge the adulterers, before he will judge the sexually impure, he will judge the unbelievers. He will judge them. The greatest sin in the eyes of God is an unbelieving sin that you don't believe in. You cannot enter into his kingdom if you don't believe in. The people that he believed in me entered the promised land. And it's a promised land for you. And it starts by believing God. 
Are you ready to trust God tonight? Yes, sir. Are you ready to believe Him? Yes, Do not walk by sight any longer. Don't walk by your bank account any longer. Don't walk by the things you can't see. Walk by Him. Walk by Him. My son does not know how much I have in my account. All he knows is that when he needs to go to school, the salary is paid. What I need by time, God takes care of it. It is His glory. If I give this, my son doesn't pay his school fees. Who's going to be ashamed? Your father. I mean, is it him? He will come. He will tell you to go home. Go home. How many of you will stop me worrying as of today? What's the what's the what's the what's the way? Pursue God. To express the kingdom of God is to not to express worry again in your life. Pursue his righteousness, pursue the kingdom, making God the priority of your life, making God number one. Don't think about whether anybody will see you. Making God is just his glory, his will, his word, and his way. And everything will be different in your life. I want God to raise up a new generation of people that will prioritize the word of God and the kingdom of God in their lives. And he will see them have a worry-free life. You know why? Because they know that God will never fail them. Let us rise up. Praise the Lord. Yeah. If you believe that, just close your eyes this evening and begin to confess your sins of worry. Say, Father, I'm sorry for every time I've lived a life of worry. Say, Father, I'm sorry. Just say, Father, I'm sorry. Just say, Father, I'm sorry. Every time I've lived a life of worry, say, Father, I'm sorry. Say, Father, you've been blessed with this message for more of such life transforming and destiny impacting messages follow us on all of our social media handles on facebook and youtube pottersville on instagram the pottersville church thank you and god bless you